Hello and welcome to Scoffy Radio. My name is Daniel Johansson. And I'm Maureen Smith. And today we are joined by Laura Nelson and Evelyn Landau of the web series Garden Doc. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you today? So happy to be here. Yes. So for those worried, Cat is in lap. Moody is in lap. Cat is contentedly in lap. I know we were on the fence about whether or not we were going to bring it up or not, but I have to bring up that Josh is also here. Yeah. I feel like that's very important. So we'll talk more about Josh. Well, we can talk about Josh now. Well, I, I think <laughs> let's just say that if you don't know who Josh is... Go on to YouTube, search Garden Doc, and go find out who Josh is. And, yeah. and that's, I think that's all that we need yeah. to say. Unless we, we... But he's pretty happy. Yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. He's, he's okay. hanging out on a towel. He's a little dirty. He's mm-hmm. covered in mud. Perfect goose conditions. Perfect. You decided he was a goose. It's <laughs> <laughs> a goose. I know, but they're supposed to watch on YouTube. Ah. Okay, Josh is a goose. Ah. Evelyn just revealed that information. It was going to be a surprise. I didn't know it was but they should wrong. already know. Yeah. They should already know. Yeah. yeah. You know what? It's a, Super it's a fans only. Super fans only. Everyone else, get out. Yeah. If you're, if you're, do either, do either of you know TikTok? I know of TikTok. Well, there's a meme format that's like, uh, if you're not, uh, this TikTok is specifically for um, Alex Trebek. So if you're not Alex, it's not always Alex Trebek, but it's like, if you're not Alex Trebek, then keep scrolling. And then it's just like a joke and it's never meant to be, but it's really funny. Just anyway. That's great. It's, I highly recommend TikTok. I, I've been just plugging to, I should reach out to TikTok because they definitely just throw sponsorships around. Like, I would totally be sponsored by TikTok. Yeah, they- dude. They're like, they have that good Chinese money. Like, what? <laughs> they, what? Got, they bought TikTok. Like, bought- what? <laughs> that they, good like, Chinese money? <laughs> TikTok is loaded. What the hell is that? <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. We should keep moving on. Um, We should. I I think what I'd love to do is introduce Garden Doc to our audience. Would either of you mind explaining what Garden Doc is? Me? Please. Okay. Um, Garden Doc is a web series and there are five episodes. Yeah, there's a half episode in there, but there's there's five. There are five total. Um, It's about Evelyn and I making a documentary about our garden or it's at Evelyn's house so it's it's Evelyn's garden my mom's garden her mom's garden uh (laughs) and we make friends along the way and enemies and there is a person named Josh in the series Um, he might be a goose (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah I feel like that's that's the gist of it Mm mm-hmm we don't really give a lot of information about who we're making the documentary for or why. It's all pretty we vague. We tried to get into that while we were writing and then we were like, no, it couldn't be. Yeah, out, so. but it's very important <laughs> to us. It's a really big deal. And we think that, well, I think that I'm the perfect person to be making this documentary. And Yes, and I'm basically like enabling you <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. I do really love the relationship between you two as the series unfolds because there are so many moments where like Laura you'll just have you'll just have like a meltdown and Evelyn is just kind of like grounding you like mm-hmm. hey what are you doing over there yeah <laughs> and it's just it's like very it's like very sweet and like considerate and like giving you a lot of space to like do what you need to do mm-hmm. but also like kind of like Hey, we're trying to do this. Can we uh, <laughs> maybe stay on task? That's well, nice. And I, I really appreciate... One of the things I've been thinking about a lot more lately is there's some artist that is very interested in, like, the artist's scars. Meaning, like, when you're watching something or consuming something where you can you can see the artist's work. And I think that's very fast. It was something I was finding myself thinking about a lot with Garden Doc because it's it's layered, you know, like, the levels of of what's happening. Um, uh, so I'm kind of curious, like as far as how, how much did you want the process of not just the garden, but like, you know, making this web series, like to come through in, 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 in some ways. I think, yeah, we, um, Hmm. That's a really good question. Uh, 
it's all kind of one thing, I think, the process and what we're making, especially mm-hmm. in this scenario where we're make we're recording a lot of the process and then putting it in the final thing, like literally. Um, but we, the thing we tried to make right before it was like very confessional for me, and I was trying to like really get out like a lot of like trauma and like mm-hmm. pain and confusion, and we kind of were figuring out how to make that ethically and also. Uh, just like logistically and we were like this isn't what we should be doing because we have too much to figure out to make something so serious and personal like we need to make something that's like easy and personal like light and personal like something that's something that's still us and something that's still our relationship but like um you're talking about the script that we wrote before yeah Yeah, we because when we we reconnected and decided that we wanted to work on something we you know, knew I knew that Evelyn studied film and I studied acting, so we wanted to do some project. And then we had this script that Evelyn wrote that we were thinking about doing, and and then we decided to do to do this project instead <laughs> for for all of those reasons that you just said. But uh, yeah, something a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, it was just kind of like where our relationship was living, like mm-hmm. where our friendship was living, mm-hmm. was like some like where garden doc is like like we kind of we we actually the way that we did it was we we set a day where we were like we're making something today Mm -hmm. and it's going to be completely done and so we made this 10 minute like terrible thing (laughs) (laughs) that was completely improvised and we were like oh that 30 seconds was cool and what if we rearrange it so that this happens after that and then from there something else kind of bloomed Mm -hmm. um I think a few seconds of whatever we made on that first day made it into the first episode. Oh, that's... I forgot about that. Yeah. There's something in there. But (laughs) but yeah, I'm really glad that you asked that question because that's one of my favorite things about about Garden Doc is that I think that the relationship between Evelyn and I and the other people involved is, is real behind the camera and then it also informed everything that we did and it kind of blended together. And mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm curious the extent to which these are characters, the, the roles <laughs> that you play. Just because- So are we. Yeah, so, because there is, there was, um, I'm thinking specifically, and like, I'm, I'm about to, to like deep dive. So like, if you haven't watched it, like they're, they're a, it's a quick- it's a quick watch, so like pause, watch oh, it, and yeah, absolutely yeah. go watch it. <laughs> yeah, like, just go watch it. It's it's like so thoroughly enjoyable. Like very, it's very light. Like it's very, it's beautiful. There's shot. really no reason like, why you shouldn't yeah, watch pause it. this. Like, like, go like, watch it. It's come so back nice. in 17 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. It's so nice. All right, all right, you're back. <laughs> um, what I love is the relationship that you have with your. Is that your actual? That's not your actual sister, is it? No, it's not my okay. actual sister. But so yeah. the re- I the relationship that you have with your sister on the show is very like. I love that you really subtly hint at a lot of history there, like it's. Like the the moment when Evelyn and your sister are out walking the dog, and and this is and your sister's like, oh well, just thank you so much for spending so much time with her, and like it was it it hints at like a lot of pain, but what I like about it is that it's not about your pain; it's about you making a damn garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but I I loved that kind of I loved that flavoring of just like I don't know I'm. Like, obviously, it was written, so it was intentional, but kind of what led you down that path of, like, hinting at it, but not going there? I think that was all Annabelle, because... Yeah, huge credit to Annabelle, mm-hmm. for sure. She, you know... She, like, elevated that character. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, her and Lorena both elevated their mm-hmm. characters in ways that we were like, like yeah, that's it now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we knew that they were awesome people that we wanted to work with, but for a lot of it, what they brought to the character... I mean, that was that was everything. They brought so much to it. And and I think Annabelle, she had a lot of clear ideas about her character. And I, I remember she kept saying something like, she might say things about my character or because we're sisters, she can say these things. But if anybody else says anything about her sister, she'll like, she'll not be okay with that. Yeah. And I think that says a lot too about our characters 
Yeah. Um, oh, I had something. Uh, we also, in our consideration of what our characters would be and like what our situation was, would take like different viewpoints of. Oh God, I didn't mean to use viewpoint, but we like took different points of view to like take like the SpongeBob version and then the like, gross SpongeBob picture ver you know that, that mm-hmm. like that yeah. insert or whatever um <laughs> like like that version like we would be like so who are we like are are we like super incompetent and like bad at everything and like have no friends and like and we're like and like where are we in our lives we're just starting off in our careers and we're kind of in the suburbs and a little bit isolated and like we were we did take moments to be like where are we really and like where would our pain be if we wanted to talk about it Mm-hmm. But we don't want to talk about it. Like we want to, we want to build something. Like mm-hmm. and so, obviously, you can, as you can hear me saying it, it's very meta. Like it's very yeah. like, yeah. It's really, it is really interesting because like it, one of the things that I because like the mockumentary genre, not mockumentary, the the like that's the thing is it's when you have something like Garden Doc, like it's it's so not. Like, I knew automatically to be like, ah, I wouldn't call it mockumentary genre. Because, like, that's not right. Like, it's it's something else to me. Hmm. Like, but it's an interesting thing because, like, so, because, like, that Annabelle character, I think that's an interesting thing to me because it grounded the story in a way that took it out of, like, sorry, I'm just kind of, like, off the cuff. Like, but, like, out, off of, um, like, I, I'm, I'm curious about that. The, the decision to not make it entirely absurd. Hmm. Hmm. I think we're both really interested in, like, um, intimacy and, like, tenderness. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. think that's something that we both really care about. And, like, as soon as we started thinking about, like, oh, they could be sisters. Like, that, for us, opened up a thing of, like, and so they would love each other and they would rag on each right. other and they would, there would be things, like, their life would be beautiful with each other because they care for each other. Like, that's just something that's going to happen. Like, we were, I think that that was, and I think I was invested in the tension of, of like, Laura would probably feel like a little bit jealous of like a f- more actualized person. Like, like what would that be like? But I think that, you know, at all, at all points in the process, we were interested in those subtler things and we weren't l- looking to make characters that would like bounce off of each other really hard. Like, I think that that's not something that we were. Well, but I, and I, but I think that the relationship that you built between Laura and her sister was very authentic. Mm-hmm. Like the phone call before you go over to her house of like, oh, well, I just put a load of laundry and I want to mm-hmm. be in here. And <laughs> you like your face of like, what? <laughs> like, I, like that is like, that is such a uniquely familial thing where mm-hmm. like I've had conversations with my mom where I'll be like, hey, do you want to do this? And she'll be like, no, I can't. I have to like my like tomorrow's the day that I put the ice cube on the orchid. So I can't I can't right. go anywhere. And I'm just like, so you're not doing this thing because you have to put an ice cube on an orchid for five mm-hmm. seconds. And she's like, yeah, I'm like, all right, cool. See you later. But well, it's such a choice that is not because I feel like with out like what is traditional satire like these these characters are made like almost i don't know if this is a word but i was thinking about this we were talking about we've been watching barry mm-hmm. of this idea of like neo archetypical where like you have a character that is just just acts and behaves in a way that that character behaves not in any way rooted in reality but <laughs> what i appreciate about you know, because what? Because the original question about characters mode was like exactly the way to word it of like, are they characters? Because that I think is the interesting piece. Is like mm. the the argument for it for it not to me is how rooted in a reality they are. Is that like how is that was that balance for you? If that was a balance, or I think there was. In, it was almost like we were, when we were in a scene together and we were improvising, whatever that was, like whatever that feeling was, was where the ground was, where it was like, no one's going super bigger or smaller than what's happening right now. So 
there's something to hold on to. I don't know. It, it, it's almost like, um, it's like the relationship itself is like what is guiding it. Like, mm-hmm. like we are friends and we are making this thing and these are the three things that we've decided and we're going. And that's what we have to ground it on. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a weird, like, it's, it's a tone that doesn't exist until you start making a thing. And then after that, you can make it consistent. Like, like it, but, but we, we didn't know what we were trying to do before we started to make before we started to improvise with the camera and record it and then watch it and then we were like oh (laughs) we're kind of good at that thing let's do more of it like do you remember uh what it was like when you were because is it the the second or the third where you start introducing more characters do you remember that moment like what made you go from did you always know that you didn't want it to just be you two or did you oh I think we did the first two, didn't we? And then we decided we wanted oh. more. Yeah. So we did the first two without without planning a structure for the season. Right. Right. And then... <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. And then we spent a day with note cards and we're like, how many, if we could make any series, how many would we want? And we decided mm-hmm. we would want six and we ended up with actually six. Um but they were different. Like there were three that didn't make it, and then there were three oh, that yeah, came up during the process. That didn't make yeah, it. yeah. We were going to be in the backyard with Evelyn on drums, and me start like lighting it on fire. <laughs> that was definitely written on a note card. Yeah. That didn't happen. No. Um, For some reason, we were all like, oh, we'll do that one another time. <laughs> it kept getting pushed back. We still wanted to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. Season two. But yes, yeah, so we had the first two episodes, and then we decided we wanted to invite our friends to. Make to, the world bigger. To make the world bigger. And it did open up a lot of doors because then we could leave Evelyn's house and then we drove to Chicago and we got to film there yeah. at, their, at their apartments. Yeah. And so th- at that point we were like, how do we, okay, since we're going to involve other people, how do we feature them? And we we're like, okay, we'll make a- an episode with them in it is their episode, you know, mm-hmm. and we make it about them or we make it about, you know, uh, them coming into the world. Uh, and then we kind of had an idea for how we would tie it up. We were like, okay, everybody should probably be in the same place. That makes it feel like a culmination. Uh, really basic stuff. <laughs> um, and then from there, we kind of, the finer points happened even like during the edit. Like it was, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I really want a, um, a playlist of scenes from things that are based on Chicago porches. Because I just mm. feel like it is, that is such a thing that is you only know about that if either you've lived in one of the apartments for a year or like you've been here for a couple years and have actually seen them because like that chicago porch culture is but it's hidden you know (laughs) like you can't you don't see it i didn't know about it yeah we wouldn't know we don't live in the city no but as soon as you (laughs) saw that porch we were like we're shooting on that porch and then the shot where the shot was great the shot no yeah the shot where you can see the guard the the plants behind them and they're passing the sandwich on the porch Mm -hmm. is our favorite shot Mm -hmm. i gotta like not to just like turn this podcast (laughs) into us complimenting you a bunch but the cinematography on this is very strong it is a beautifully shot it is so it is stunning it is stunning like it is so like it is so like ethereal like the lighting is Mm-hmm. gorgeous and like and it's and it, it's so like playful like I was watching it and for some reason I was like ah it's Easter like I don't know it was just very it was very like I don't, it was just like light and mm-hmm. it was very and the animation gorgeous. was very strong too you were yeah. mentioning that you collaborated with someone on that yes Sarah Scheidemantle is my friend in uh, California she works at an animation house in cool. like, Pasadena and she was like and we, we were like see what you can do you know, whatever you want to do. She's like, send us some, send me some of your uh, finger painting mm-hmm. and then I'll make something. And like 10 days later, she was like, what about these amazing things? And like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> that's, that's great. And then we, it was super easy to use. And um, yeah, we were, we're really lucky to um, work with her. Uh, um, yeah. How long was the editing process? <laughs> well, okay. It was simultaneously not very long and also right. about a year. Yeah. So, so like we've been, we we started the show a year before it finished or we finished it. And there were months when we didn't work on it when we were like, we're waiting for Lorena and we're, mm-hmm. we'll find a day. But right now we're just going to set it aside. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Each, each episode after we'd shoot it we would just come together another day and then watch it all and then put it together and since they're relatively short episodes it, we would mostly have a draft in one set in one sitting mm-hmm. and then we would we probably did two or three drafts of everything and 
like finagled things and um yeah so so it was like half of the process was was editing at least but uh and then the the part that we actually probably spent most time on was the audio description and like all the versions of the files and then making sure that the youtube would upload them correctly and then and then making sure that they all matched and that you know stuff was right the the minutia took more time than yeah. the actual creative process. I want to talk about the audio descriptions because mm-hmm. that is something that like I, I mentioned this in the um in the pre-interview, but there's uh, a YouTuber I follow, a blind YouTuber named Molly Burke, and I from her I learned about audio descriptions l- that largely exist on Netflix. Netflix is apparently very good about having audio descriptions um but as in netflix originals or just anything on netflix Netflix originals got it yeah um they they oftentimes have audio descriptions and as a sighted person it is not something that you think about and so like what led you to decide to include audio descriptions um i have some i'm fortunate enough to have some friends who made me aware that like that was uh, like kind of a bare minimum thing like mm-hmm. if you're gonna make something and you want it to be accessible then you should do that um and so that kind of when we were when we got to that point i was like oh we should just do them and laura was like of course we should like sweet yeah um and so we actually do can you yeah. tell yeah yeah and then and so when evelyn brought that up to me my friend actually does audio description for theaters in chicago oh, cool. so will Quam did our audio description and and it was the great. illustrious, the yes, amazing, the unparalleled. an amazing job. And and we thought that we were going to write them at first. So Evelyn yeah. and I started making drafts, and we listened to Netflix episodes For to get an idea. Yeah. And we showed them to Will, and then he 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 was like, "These are great, but we need to make some changes because he has some insight about really specific ways that it should be done. Sure, what's helpful, yeah. what's not helpful, um, just how to write it in the best way." And so we all wrote them together. We went rather- over to his apartment, <laughs> and we sat in his bedroom, and we got everything real quiet, and then we recorded stuff, and it was yeah. super, it was, it went super smoothly, mm-hmm. um, and we're really happy with how they came out, because his voice is really nice to listen to, mm-hmm. and we actually, in, when we put them in and we're, we're finalizing them, we would, like, just listen. We'd be like, oh, let's, like, turn away from the screen, or, like, close your eyes or whatever, and then just listen, and we were like, oh, this is fun. Like, this is a fun show. Like, and, and, and that's kind of when we knew that, like, that, like, that, you know, what we were putting out was maybe, like, a valuable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> valuable it's thing. weird to have that moment of when you're watching your own work and be like, okay, this is, I can, wa- this is watchable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like, wow, I'm really getting something out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I totally forgot what I was going to ask. Well, so I'm curious, how did you two, how did you two meet? <laughs> we, we went, went to, to the same high school. We went to high school together. And then we went to college. So we were on speech team together in high school. And forensics. That's how, that's how forensic we met. Speech. Ah, forensics. Did we ever do a scene together? No, we did not. Okay. But we did go to state a couple of times in Peoria, mm-hmm. which was kind of like fun. Camp. What were what were your categories in forensics? I'm, a, I'm also a, an ex-forensics kid. Okay. I did dramatic duet acting, humorous duet acting. Wait, what? And prose reading. This is a. Are you familiar with the speech world? Is forensics a Midwest thing? It is all over, but I know in Illinois, if you grew up in Illinois, it's it's a Wisconsin. It's a huge in Wisconsin Mm -hmm. too. Um, So forensics is competitive public speaking and there are different there are different <laughs> categories. Saying it out loud. I know. This just makes sense. It was such a big deal to me. It was so it was everything. <sighs> no, like you have to wear a suit. Yeah. It's every no, Saturday. you have to dress up. There are there are specific rules about types of binders you can have. It's or intense. Least, yeah, it's, it's intense. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz I was in group and terp. Oh. Yeah. We didn't have that at our school. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, what oh, is, what I think group and terp was the best. Can you not use what is this what is the long version so of that group word inter- you're saying? Group interpretation. Thank you. Yeah. Um so group interpretation was um you had to have two or more people and it was you had to use like prose specifically like from like a book or something like that and there had to be it could not be memorized and so and you had to have very specific you all had to have uniform binders 
Um, and there was choreography. Not choreography, but there was like... Are bunkers. y'all... Did you meet before this episode to fuck with me? Like, no! <laughs> no. Doesn't it sound made up? It sounds like a thing that would be contrived to like torture... Uh, no, it was actually really fun, but I, I'm sure. Yeah, I was it's about to, to build Google confidence. It. That's sure. that's what it is. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. Yeah. So I also did those things. What else? Did yes. You do? Um, I did prose reading, which was with a book. Oh yeah. And I did dramatic interpretation. Yeah. Was is that um? So did you have like solo serious and solo humorous? Or is, or is that so. gr- we probably dramatic. just had different words. Yeah. Yes. I did solo series my senior year. Oh my year. god. Yeah. Okay. It was a my my coach was like a was like a depressed like fifty year old woman and so she gave me a um a, a monologue about alcoholism Ugh. which was real weird coming out of a seventeen a plucky seventeen year old. And be like for twenty years I've struggled. It's like <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like you're not. T- you're not even 20. You are not legal drinking age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> anyway, so you met at forensics. We met at forensics. <laughs> met at forensics. And, and we were friends there. And, it was, and we were friends. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. We were friends. Uh, then we went to college. I went to Pomona College in California. I went to NYU. And we didn't We didn't talk. You went to Pomona? <laughs> yeah. My cousin went to put. My cousin was part of the Claremont, Claremont College circle i don't think he went to pomona i don't remember which one he went to cool but yeah yeah those are cool schools they are yeah so is nyu (laughs) (laughs) well great nyu is cool too (laughs) so we didn't talk at all and then we and then i stayed in california for a year after i graduated Mm -hmm. and then so we actually both came home around the same time in in the winter um because you stayed for an extra year in california and then we ran into each other at our mutual friend Kelly's. Aunt Kelly. Aunt Kelly. Aunt Kelly the band. The music is in Garden Dock. It's true. Uh, the it's, music in Garden Dock is so good. <laughs> it's Aunt Kelly. It's Aunt Kelly and it's Daisy the Great and it's Details, which is Evelyn's. Evelyn's former group. Yes. Former group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, what were we talking about? So we know. met at an Aunt Kelly concert. Oh, yeah. That's where we reunited. Yep. I was on the dance floor before the show started. So <laughs> oh I, wasn't, I wasn't dancing yet. I look up. Evelyn's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. My dad is there. Evelyn's dad was there. I He's said hi to him. Yeah. We were like, what's up? And then we exchanged numbers so we could hang out. And then and then we, <sighs> we went for a long walk and mm-hmm. talked about just caught up. Mm-hmm. And... I remember being like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. Like, I don't know if it's gonna happen. Like, I don't know if we're gonna be friends. Like, I, oh, I, really? I remember being like, I don't know if we're connecting enough because I really wanted to be friends with you, but I didn't know if it was happening. Uh, I just thought I'd get that out there now. It all mm, comes out. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. Anyways, and then <laughs> <laughs> what was what was your impression of the walk, Laura? I thought the walk was great. <laughs> I remember we like this is hugged. We like hugged and we said goodbye and Aww. we both got ice cream and I think I like Dick. got my ice cream on Evelyn or something. So it was kind of like an awkward goodbye. Yeah. So I think yeah. Evelyn got her ice cream cone on my coat. Yeah, I, I was like, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Laura, and this is for everything. Was it okay? It it was okay. <laughs> so then the next couple of things, the next couple of times we talked we got together we were trying to figure out something to do and we were trying to figure out common creative ground for what to do and we went to whole foods <laughs> and we, we walked around whole foods for a long time and i remember that a lot and you got kombucha right yeah i think that might have been my first time yeah having kombucha or to whole foods kombucha it was my first time in the whole foods in that so, whole foods or any whole foods that whole foods gotcha. in, in, in its new renovated state where they yeah. have like 15 sections and they have like a bar it's weird i i gotta say like I remember when Whole Foods was like the local grocery store. I remember. I mean, not to say that it right. was, but like obviously it was always like not always a chain, or was it always a chain? I don't fucking know. But I, at one point, I remember my, the first time I ever went into a Whole Foods. You went in, and it was like a local market, not like. Well, that may have been exclusive to the Edgewater location. No, no, no. I'm talking about in. I'm from. I lived in Orlando before I moved to Chicago. In, in Orlando, there's this neighborhood. I think it's called Winter Park. Wicker Park. No, it's not Wicker Park. That's <laughs> Wicker here. Park. It's called Winter Park, 
which is a weird name in Orlando because there's no winter in Orlando. But anyway, it was in a, it was like a tiny space. It was like the smallest Whole Foods. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm off the first time I went into a Whole Foods was in DC. Oh yeah. And I went there with my voice teacher because she. Uh, she, I was still in high school, but I was like, um, taking trial lessons at different music conservatories. Mm -hmm. And so we were in DC and she told me, she told my mom that she was going to buy me lunch, but then she didn't want to actually buy me lunch. And so then we just went into Whole Foods and had Whole Foods sample lunch. And that was my first time in Whole Foods. (laughs) She's like, yeah, I'll buy Maureen lunch. Um, I don't really want to buy you lunch. So we're just going to get samples. I was like, okay. Wow, that's rough. Yeah. Oh, like not the hot bar. Just no, like... like the people who were like, do you want to try fig spread? Oh, my oh. God. Hey girl, Did that pick up on? on the mic? Yeah, a little bit. Hey, yeah. baby. What's Moody, going on? Moody needs some attention. Let's all pay attention to Moody. Everyone at home. <laughs> I feel like we need to get back on track. Yeah, so I have a question. <laughs> What's your question? Um, I am curious, in what ways was has this project been different than other projects that you've worked on? I don't think I've ever been in charge or... <laughs> not that I was in charge, but we both created this together and I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever done something as big as this or as long as this that has been something that I created or something that I created that involved as many people as it did involved as much planning as it did. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was really exciting because I'd also been involved in some web series before and acting in them, but it wasn't my writing. So then to act in something that was my writing was, was really cool or not necessarily written because we improvised a lot, but, but that's writing. Yeah. yeah. And, and to have a character that I created and yeah. so I could figure out what she would do in this situation or mainly because it was me, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, that's cool to hear. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't put that together. Um, I've done stuff that's been like this before, but I think the difference I've never done comedy before, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so I've never done comedy. I, I'm not really sure about writing and um, characters, and I'm still figuring all that out. So this was something that was fun to do where it felt like we were learning, but we were also uh, making something that we liked. Yeah, we um, did do a lot of YouTube videos teaching us about character arcs. and. I'm still doing those. Yeah. I'm still... I was watching one <laughs> not that long ago. Yeah. It is wild how powerful of a, a learning tool YouTube can be. Yeah. YouTube you, University. Yeah, for real. I feel yeah. like that's just such a statement of being into digital media in 2019 is like, oh yeah, I learned how to do this on YouTube. Like this what, this piece of it or that piece of it. Yeah, that's, I think that's like a really wonderful, when you find the right people and you're like, oh, this is, this person's yeah. like good and the presentation is good. It's like, this is just as good as, as learning from any person who has a mastery over the subject. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. nice to have that knowledge be uh, there. Yeah. Um, I am curious about that. I want to talk more about that, uh, about the being in control of the project thing, because I think that's a really powerful sentiment. And I, I, I find that can be a really strong theme for a lot of people that are making stuff when they're making stuff on their own. Um, what the freedom that having that artistic license does. Um, I, I don't entirely know how to ask this question just because like, I know what I want to ask, which is just like, how would the project have been different if it weren't, if you didn't have the freedom of the artistic license, but I feel like that is a weird, how would the project be different if you hadn't acted in it? If I hadn't acted in it? Yeah, like if you'd written it and then handed it for someone else to do, like... Oh, that would have been really exciting. Yeah. And I think I've, you know, I I think, I mean, it it would have been very different because I could have maybe written it as me in my head and then written the lines, but somebody else would have brought something completely different. And actually, I was writing something that I think I talked to Evelyn about on that walk that Evelyn thought was really awkward. Yes, at the end of it, she throws the book in the library. What? Not Wait, that what one. Book. She in the library. She has. Oh no! There's a climactic scene in a library where she's loud in a library. I remember me? this. No, in the thing that you told me about on the walk. 
different walks. You're right. No, no, no. It was oh. the same walk. That was it. I just forgot about that scene. But I was talking uh, to Evelyn about something that I wrote and I and I did write myself as one of the characters, but then I was talking to a friend or thinking about a friend and I realized that that friend would be perfect for that character and so then I I mean, nothing ever happened with that, but that was really fun to think about, you know, putting somebody else into something that that I wrote for myself or what, what the project would look like if, if I wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's part of it where we're like really happy to be doing all of the roles that we're doing. And there's also part of it that is part of my aesthetic for sure. That's like, I'm not going to ask people to do things for me where they have a higher, I'm asking them to do more than I'm doing. So I end up doing the most. And then when I find out, like, oh, I'm lucky enough to have, like, a partner who wants to do as much as me, then we can sort of share those duties. But, like, but like Garden Doc wouldn't have happened because because this is the only way that it would have happened because we made it happen. Like, you know, like, we we made it happen ourselves. Like, that's the, that's... And then I think that there's this competing thing there where it's like, if you do things that way, then less people see it. <laughs> like, it's because you've involved fewer people and you've leaned on fewer helping hands who also want to have their work recognized. Like, if you if you do things that way where you make yourself the boss, like, then it becomes harder to have a platform because you are your own platform. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, it's a trade-off there is what I'm saying, I guess. Absolutely. And I mean, that is such an interesting like thought i mean i know um for me because like once you've put your heart and soul into making the thing like it's not it doesn't end the work for the thing to become i don't know i mean not that like what is the what is the like how do you even measure success these days it doesn't really that like it's all it's all subjective to me honestly but like but honestly truthfully like it's hard to market the thing that you've made when you've when you are when you've made the thing that you were on your your own boss for yeah, and so we want to say thank you for this opportunity. Because <laughs> this is the best possible thing. Like, we were like, press tour! What's up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the move. That is the Scotty Radio uh, calling we are, card. We are off in a one-stop press tour. That's great. In the it's best pretty, way, though. It's well, pretty I, great. Well, we get to talk to people and uncover things that haven't been beaten to death by people who care less. That's right. nice. Yeah. yeah. That's really nice. Um, so something that I'm interested kind of on the, on that train of, um, artistic license and, you know, the benefits of working on things yourself is that, um, is that you were given the opportunity to explore your own identities. Mm -hmm. Um, how, how was this? So smooth. This transition is seamless. (laughs) (laughs) How, um, how did you find, um, the production process and the writing process in in being given that opportunity. Um, yeah, I I want us to just say it, this Garden Doc does a thing with my gender identity that I'm super happy about, um, and that's saying a lot because. I don't know what to do with my gender identity a lot of the time in life. (laughs) And so to have a project where it's reflected in an honest way to the time is really cool. Like, like making Evelyn, the character be gendered correctly all the time by everyone, including people that she doesn't know. And then also just kind of exist and kind of dress the way that she dresses. (laughs) Um, And like that, all of that was such a, it was really validating in a way that I have have only, I guess, ever thought of doing in a confessional way where I'm like showing my wounds and I'm like, and I'm like trying to attack a system. And like, this was a way of kind of just putting, offering up a character into the world and a, and a world into the world in which this character is treated as a person. It's nice. The tone was very <laughs> idealistic. It was very, it was very like clean and pure and like, oh yes, in this world, like everybody has the time to be able to explore gardening and everybody's gendered, <laughs> every, everybody's gendered correctly and, and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are on hot dog buns. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. and I, and I think that it was just like, I, I loved that pureness and I loved that you, that you all chose kind of this space of like oh yeah like the default is that we're happy (laughs) and like and whatever that means for these characters like those will those are the circumstances under which it's going to live i love that is very true because that was something we were talking about before of like 
uh, it it's not it's it has a not uh, satire thing in it in that it's it is intimate there's int- but it's not intimate dramatic I mean, it, I guess it's, I mean, what am I saying? I mean, like, there's it's, drama. It's intense. It's, <laughs> we're making this documentary. Yeah, it's intimate. It's like intimate comedic. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, it, to me, it just emanated happiness. Yeah. Wow. Like, it was, it was like, a, like the sun was out. Yeah. The whole time. Like, it was, it was, like, it was, it was always a beautiful day. Like, the circumstances, it was like, ah, it's the perfect day for whatever we're doing. And, like, it was just, it was just a nice world to live in. Mm, yeah. There, it was absent some forms of conflict. Like, yeah. some things that you'd think, like, oh, well, it should, we're sad, so it should rain. It's like, no, we're sad and it's sunny out, and then you'll be happy in a couple minutes. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think also, um, I, I had shown, I don't know if I showed you this before we made it or after, but there was a small series that I watched called Joe Para Talks With You. And it's this, yes, it's so sweet. Each episode is 10 minutes. It's just this guy named Joe Para who's living his life. And I was really inspired by that series because of the vibe that it was where it was a, com- a comedy and Joe Para is a comedian, but it's not laugh out loud. You just watch it and some funny things happen but it's just very pure and i think after we had maybe made two of our episodes i had mentioned that to you but i was i was just really excited about how there were some parallels with with that with garden dock and yeah i just thought that was a really sweet feeling what led you to gardening as the topic well on so i think that just goes to the first day where we turned on the camera. I thought when I when we decided that we were going to make something together and we picked a day that we were going to film something, I thought I was going to go over to Evelyn's house and then we would talk about something and then maybe write a script and then shoot it. But the second I got there, she just turned on the camera and <laughs> started talking. And so I think gardening came because we were at Evelyn's house and we shot some things outside and we were tallying. We got art supplies. We got right. cars. We got gardens. Mm-hmm. And then that was one of the things. And we went so, through a list of all the things that we had. Yeah. And a garden was one of them. But that grew. I mean, that grew. And I think uh, you'd, you'd mentioned like, oh, like, what is the significance of the garden? Like, mm-hmm. what are we, oh. what are we investigating? And it's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just one of the things you had. It's one of the things there. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's welcoming. It's nice to be in. I, I related because last year, like I, I wanted to start a garden and we have a window that's like, so for we're those that don't know, unit. we're in a garden unit, meaning we're, it's actually technically called an English basement. Yeah, which means that instead of like a full flight of stairs down, we're a half flight of stairs down. Yeah, so like mm-hmm. we're right, like the sidewalk is right outside of our apartment. Mm-hmm. And it's like chest level, the Yeah, sidewalk. and so you, there's dirt that is chest level, like right outside the window, right, side, right by our kitchen. And so I really badly wanted to do a garden there. But it didn't work because that someone had already planted like a lot of plants there that only came up. They like came up in the spring. So like I, I had like set out a thing. I was like, I'm gonna try this, and then I like <laughs> planted stuff. And then all of a sudden, like all these very strong plants just came up out of the ground when the spring happened, like a month into. They'll do that. They'll just do plants. Really just... be out here just like mm-hmm. fucking up your plans, you know. <laughs> uh. Um, but I, I want to, I want to touch on. I'm so sorry. We're, what? I, no, go I, ahead. The, we we've touched on your bringing up the metaphor of a garden before we recorded. Well, yeah. Do you do you think that like what do you think that the garden ended up meaning to you? <laughs> I think that what the show ended up meaning to us was what the garden is, um, which was we realized at the end of it when we were writing the last episode, as people were like coming over to the house, we were like. It's about friendship. <laughs> like, oh, it's about the fact that we've been like gathering people into our lives that we care about and who care about us. And like that, that was, and that's what it means to be a gardener. Like that somehow that's, that was the moral. And so we wrote that line, actually, we, after we shot the episode, we were writing the last line that she says. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of like strung together a couple of ideas in that mm-hmm. sentence. And Which so, also goes along with filming it in real life that, we became better friends through doing this because it ended up taking us almost a year. So, and we became friends with Lorena and Annabelle through the project. And 
it's all friendship. Yeah, that's like that. We realized that's the pro- that's what the process was that we were doing, and so like the, all of it, the the improvisation, the writing, the gathering people together, the spending time, like that's what we were doing was we were building a garden, like we were like tending this thing that like we were, and actually the the first episode has the song of oh, the days of the great song with the built my home on shallow ground or hollow ground what hollow is ground, it yeah. hollow ground mm-hmm. oh no I, now i've messed it up because i don't know the reference i'm trying to say <laughs> 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 uh, but the, this thing of um there's also a line in that song i've got a few friends and i wish they were mine yeah it's a wistful mm-hmm. thing of mm-hmm. like Someone who's has intention but not like practice, and so we like started the practice and with with only intention, and then ended up with like some things behind. So, like gardening, maybe, maybe. Yeah. We we asked that question to you. Is it like gardening? Is it? <laughs> Our listener, please <laughs> text me and let us know. Laura. Here's Laura's number. Yeah, yeah. five five five. <laughs> Well, what person with five? You ever think about that? The person with five, 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 five. Specifically, five, five. specifically, five, five, five is never. Oh really? Yeah. That, Just that's DM what... me, okay? Did I ever tell you that? Um, I'm not going to give away the area code because then you'll all care. Call my poor aunt and uncle, but I have an aunt and uncle whose um, <laughs> whose phone number is area code you suck. Are you kidding me? Do they, they still have it? Yes, and they'll they'll people will call and be like. Hi, you suck. Oh, wait, what chance and uncle says? Uh, Karen and John. <laughs> oh my god, Laura seriously? is affected by this. Laura thinks that this is sad. Yeah, <laughs> that hurts. Their phone yeah. number is you suck. I don't they understand don't why that. they wouldn't change it. They it's still when we get off. Like, if you want to prove it, like you can just dial the number and it's it'll be I'm like hello. <laughs> yeah, so if you can figure out what my you can meet my aunt and uncle, I guess if you're listening. Or no, she would answer the phone, going hi. That's how all of Daniel's aunts and mother answer the phone because they're all Long Island Italian. <gasps> you just gave away the area code. Oh, there's a bunch of Long Island ones. Okay. <laughs> there isn't, but. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, but. They uh... get called anyway. What's a few more? You know What's what? a few more? If you, you suck. If you call my aunt. <laughs> you suck. You suck. <laughs> oh, no. You gotta call her just for it, just so you can hear her say hi. It's very, it's very good. I like it a lot. (laughs) You know what doesn't suck? Sorry, Garden Dog. (laughs) Sorry, getting us back on track. Everybody, watch it. Everybody, (laughs) well, I think we actually have a few minutes left. So the last thing we do with all of our guests is a one-minute plug for anything they have upcoming. Sometimes it's very obvious, like making sure to let our audience know where they can find a web series. If that were a thing that you had done. <laughs> um, otherwise, we love hearing shout outs to other folks that are doing dope work or any media that you're personally consuming, self-care, or otherwise music, movies, TV shows, things like that. Um, I'm in a play that's opening next week at Trapdoor Theater called The Killer. And I'm playing a goose. So... No. That may or may not be relevant. Cast, huh? <laughs> it may or may not be relevant. I'm playing a goose. Um... I, I don't pretend to be Josh when I'm on stage. I kind of get into another character, but, mm-hmm. you know, in my initial actor preparation for the role, I did try out, you know, am I Josh? Is this what Eugene Ionesco would have wanted? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I've been playing with that a lot, but I'm playing yeah. a goose. I'm playing a police officer, a few other things. <laughs> yeah. I, I think all the police officers should be geese. I'm playing a police officer goose. It would it would make the, the cops way more aggressive because geese are really something else. They I hiss. think dogs should vote. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> you can watch <laughs> you can watch Garden Doc uh, on YouTube anytime. Uh, the whole episode, the whole series is in a playlist, uh, and if you just search Garden Doc, uh, that works. Web series or whatever. It came up when I looked up Garden Doc on YouTube. It was the second result. That's amazing. The first episode was the second result. That's great. That's good to know. And Laura, credit to Laura because Laura named the series at the beginning. Was like, oh, it's called Garden Doc, and I, I was did? like, oh, yeah, you 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 called it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I guess so. T- t- and then into the future after that, after you've seen Garden Doc. Laura and I are working on something that probably won't be done for another year, <laughs> um, but uh, it's serious and it's uh, 
also does weird things with reality. Um, and hopefully it'll be a fun follow-up to the Garden Duck, season one. Um, and I also, I'm working on a music album that is nearing being done. Um, and then I'm going to make, I'm going to make something. I've been thinking about it all day today. I'm going to make something that's a video that's uh, maybe a compilation of feelings and thoughts that are sort of a music video, but maybe easier to watch than like one full music video. And that's the end of my plugs. Cool. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's been really fun. Um, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. I've thank been Dan Johansson. Oh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. I've been Dan Johansson. I continue to be Maureen Smith. If you want to keep up with what we're up to, there are so many ways you can do that. The first is head over to scopymag.com. That's our website. We post all of our articles and podcast episodes there. You can also find us on social media. On Facebook, we have a Facebook page called Scopy Magazine. We also have a Facebook group that we love and adore called Sounding Board, where we talk about local arts, local politics, and astrology memes. Otherwise, you can find us on Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr under Scopy Mags, both the same way as the website, S-C-A-P-I-M-A-G. And you can find the podcast, the one you're listening to right now, in most podcast places, including Google Play, iTunes Podcasts, and Radio Public under Scopy Radio. And I'm here, as always, to talk about the importance of subscribing. If you head to our website, scopymag.com, and go to our subscribe page, there are a couple ways that you can do that. The first is to... Sign up for email blasts. This is huge because even though we post across social media platforms, Facebook buries our content. So if you want to see 100% of what we're doing and not just 30% of it, you should sign up for those email blasts. The second thing you can do is become a member. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us keep our lights on and keep our website free and accessible. So if you're in a position to do that, please give it some thought. There are some cool incentives associated with it. Also, we have merch for sale. If you uh, are in, if you are interested, uh, head to scopymag.com slash store and you can buy your new favorite shirt and that is a promise. Also, if you are a business or an entity or just have something fun to say and want to advertise with us, please feel free to reach out to us at scopymag at gmail.com. So give a little, give a lot. And if you can't give, then listen, participate and share. Cool. Thanks again so much for listening. Go out and make something. Yep. <laughs>